because our Lord Jesus Christ standing by the lake of Genesaret, and people came to hear the word of God. Then the Lord saw some fishermen coming out with their boats, and they were just washing their nets. And what did he do? The Lord wanted one of these boats in spite of the boat is empty and they are weary. Arfin, do you know this less when we use it hopeless, helpless, aimless, worthless. That's what they were feeling. It's a recipe of what? Depression. They toiled all night. All night. And they caught nothing. Caught nothing. And when they caught nothing and they are weary, they are really having nothing, the Lord say to them, please, can I use your boat? I need your boat. And they accepted him in their boat. The Lord did that in many occasions. For example, he met the Samaritan woman. And when he met the Samaritan woman, said, her, said to her, can you give me water to drink? And when she said to him, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan, we don't deal with each other, he said to her, if you know, if you know, you would have asked me and I would have given you living water. Why are you asking her for water if you have this living water? He was not after the water. He was after who? Her. He did the same when he wanted to feed the multitude and asked the disciples, what do you have? Offer, what do you have? They said, we have nothing, Lord. It is two psarion and five loaves of bread. He said, bring them to me. 
the disciples saying, what is it to do with ten thousands, fifteen thousands? It's two psarion, five loaves. It can't be. He said, bring it to me, bring it to me. And it is the same today. They say, we toiled all the night, we had nothing. He said, can you give me your boat, please? I need it. So the Lord actually shows that he is in need for what you have. No matter how much little it is, but he needs it. He needs it not because he is desperate for it. He is desperate actually for what? For you. He wants you to give him so that he will give you more. And this is a mystery. Give to be given. Give to be given. And the Lord went into their boat and he started to speak to people. And people kept listening to the word of God. And after they listened to the word of God, the Lord said to them, go to the deep. Go to the deep. And threw your nets there. And Saint Peter answers him, saying, By logic, Lord, it wouldn't work. Fish is more on on the shallow water rather than the deep. And from our experience today, we've been all night and we caught nothing. So what is it to go again and throw our nets in the deep against our logic? But on your word, I will do it. I will go. And then they went to the deep. They went to the deep. And when they went to the deep, they went with what? With faith. With faith. Faith can change your life. Faith can turn everything upside down. The Lord one day said, if you have little faith, little, not faith, little, little faith, as small as a master seed, you will say to the mountain, move, it will move. Who can move a mountain? Who can move a mountain? Faith can. Faith can. Can you see 
what power do you have and you are not using it? This is the power you have which you are not using. <clears throat> but the Lord today wants to say to every one of us, you have faith. You can use it. And when you use it, you will see how much glory you can have. This is the power I gave to you to use, but you are not using it properly. When they went to the deep and threw their nets, probably when they went in, they didn't know where to stop to get the big catch. The big catch must be lots of fish gathered together in one place, but where are they? The deep is, is unlimited. Where is the deep? There wasn't a sign to say through your net ear. But as they were going, what happened? What happened? The fish was following them. The fish heard the word of God. You go in their nets. And they were following them. When they stopped, the fish already was gathered. What gathered? Who was after who? The fish was after their nets, or they were after the fish? I don't know, but the word of God is true. It makes nature, it makes the whole world to obey and submit to the Lord. Once they threw their nets, all the fish gathered in. Gathered in. It is an order. The Lord said, so everyone submits. Probably apart from man. We don't much listen to the Lord. We don't obey the Lord much. But everything else, obey the Lord without discussion. You remember the fish of uh, Jonah? Huh? Go and engulf Jonah. Keep it in your tummy. And go to Nineveh. Go to Nineveh. Yani Arfin, where the fish did take Jonah from? The fish took Jonah from the Mediterranean Sea. Went to the Atlantic Ocean, to the Indian Ocean, to the Gulf, and up to the Euphrates. And then the Lord says, now you can spill him out and leave him in Nineveh. Can you imagine? 
can you imagine? This is what we need to learn. You obey the Lord, you submit to the Lord, you will have the whole world. Everything you need. That is why the Lord was promising. Ask first for the heavenly kingdom. Everything else will be added to you, will be provided for you. Just believe it, and it will happen. <clears throat> it is, it is actually so strange that the ways of the Lord are different than our ways. His thoughts are different than our thoughts. So please, don't rely on your thoughts, your minds. Because sometimes the Lord has got a different plan, a different way, completely different than what you are thinking of, but definitely for your benefit. Definitely is what you need. Can you imagine? They were after the fish. But the way the Lord have done it, completely different than the way they have or they were trying it. But the word of the Lord is true. The word of the Lord is true. It never goes back empty. It will never let you down. The promises of the Lord are true. If you hold in his promises, it will be fulfilled. I want you to take this exercise. You read every day your Bible, and you get a promise, and say to the Lord, on your word, I will do so. And see what will happen in your life. You will experience miracles. On your word, on your word, I will do this. On your word, I will do that. On your word, I will submit to you. Harfin, Marra, Abraham, one day, Kedah, Abraham, the Lord went to him and said, Abraham, Abraham. He said, yes, Lord, yes, yes. He said, take your only begotten son who you love. He said, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. What, what are you going to do with him? What do you want to give him? He said, no, 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 I don't want to give him anything. I want you to slaughter him. Many people will find it impossible, difficult. But Abraham says, 
on your word, on your word, I will slaughter my own, only begotten, beloved son. And I offer him for you as a sacrifice. But I believe, even if I slaughter him, you can bring him back to life. On your word, on your word. I wish if you every day repeat this verse, on your word, Lord, on your promise, I will do this, I will do that. And see how the Lord will be glorified in your life. When they got that big catch, Simon Peter felt awful. He said, he came and worshipped the Lord, knelt before the Lord and said to him, I am a sinful man, please depart from me. You can't stay in my boat. My boat is filthy. My boat is, is full of rubbish. My boat is so sinful. Please depart from my boat. You are so holy. And what the Lord would say to Peter... Don't be afraid, Peter. Don't be afraid. I will make you fisheries of men. I will make you fishers of men. What, what happened to Peter? Peter was so sinful, impure full of filthy things. What the Lord did do, once he confessed it, once he admitted it, he was completely forgiven and was set out free. Free. Pure. A fisher, not a fish. Men was entrusted on more, much more. What is much more? What was the much more? <clears throat> it was the heavenly kingdom. The heavenly kingdom. Because of that, the Lord give St. Peter the key, the keys of heaven. He made St. Peter, the sinful man, to be an apostle. So many people will go up to heaven and 
in the day of judgment, they will discover they were living in a big dream. You remember the Pharisee and the tax collectors? The Pharisee went to the synagogue into the temple and was proud of himself. The tax collector stood outside, said, I don't deserve to go in. And the Pharisee kept saying, I fast twice a week. I tie my wealth. I pray and I thank you, Lord, that I am not like this tax collector. And the Bible tells us this Pharisee went out unjustified. And the tax collector, who is a sinner, who didn't consider himself deserve to go in, was sent out what? Justified, forgiven. It is the same the Bible tells us that many will go in the last day. And the Lord would say to them, I don't know you. You cursed people. Go away from me. And they said to him, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we do miracles in your name? Didn't we cast out demons in your name? Didn't you eat in our homes? And you taught in our streets? And he says to them, I don't know you. I don't know you. Go, you cursed people. Why? Why? Why these people was deceived? And they were under the impression that they will be glorified. And then they will discover the truth that the Lord doesn't know them. It is simple. What was it? What is the difference? What is the difference between the tax collector and the Pharisee? What is the difference on, between those who, who were on his right-hand side and those who will be on his left-hand side? What is the difference between Peter saying, Lord, go out of my boat, I am a sinner. What is the difference? What is the most important thing? What is it? What is it? Admitting their sins. Being humbled. Worshipping. Saying, Lord, 
your light revealed my badness, revealed my sins. I admit it. I am a sinful man. Then you will be forgiven. Then it will be wiped off. Then you will be known before the Lord. Then you will have eternal life. Can you imagine? That is why the church established the sacrament of what? Repentance and the confession. يعني, can you imagine the whole issue of this miracle is that moment when Peter worshipped the Lord and said to him, depart from my boat, I am a sinful man. This was the moment the Lord kept preaching, kept saying, go to the deep, kept saying, through your nets, and they caught the big catch. And after the big catch, he said, don't be afraid. I will make you fishers of men. He says, no, Lord, I am a sinful man. He said, that is what I wanted to hear from you. That is what I wanted to hear from you. I stayed all that time waiting for this word. I am a sinful man, and you will be forgiven. You will be purified. You will be entrusted, not only on earth, but to be an heir with me in heavenly kingdom. So the big question for all of us, what was the big catch? What was the big catch? Was it the fish? Was it the fish? What is your big catch? What are you after in this world? Are you after the fish? Unfortunately, the Lord is not after the fish. Are you after the positions? Are you after the names in this earth, on this earth? Are you after wealth? The Lord is not. What is the big catch? The big catch was Peter himself. And the big catch for you and for your life is not the money, is not the position, is not the job. It is you. This is the big catch for the Lord. Would you be his big catch? Would you say to the Lord, here I am, Lord, I am a sinful man. I submit myself to you. I am yours and yours forever.
this is what the Lord is after. The big catch is who? You, me, every one of us. May the Lord give us all to be his big catch. Glory to God forever. Amen.